Bow, bow, bow. We are live. What is going on, everyone? Oh no, Dunn's already in the chat. Don. Dunn? Don. Don. Oh, Don. Don's Don. back? Yeah, they're talking, yeah. About, they're talking about Don already. Don anywhere. It's been two weeks and he's still fresh in everyone's mind. Don's been here the <laughs> whole time, just waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even put the video up and he was there in, in the in the chat that didn't exist. He was waiting. It's crazy, dude. What's up? What's up, everyone? What is up? Let's get some hellos out of the way. Uh, first up, uh, I am joined as always with Alex and Skeever from Between Realities. How you doing, boys? Yo, we're doing pretty good, man. Yo. We're we're fresh off the heels of uh, Game On Expo here in Phoenix. We all wrapped it up yesterday uh, in the evening, and we had three days of demoing people for free at a gaming expo. Uh, I saw putting some them of the into clips. All kinds of games. It was pretty sweet, man. Yeah, we had, uh, I think we had like 16 total setups in the space. And there was that one point where every single one of them was in use for a while, it's beautiful. which was in incredible to see like a line of PlayStation VRs, all these quests like pistol whipping and, you know, somebody in Demio looking at their card hand and somebody over there putt putt golfing for walkabout. And it was, it was beautiful, man. So many smiling faces, so many like core memories established for uh, a lot of these younger crowd and um i think it was pretty awesome skiva uh what do you what do you have to say about it it was amazing i'm so tired i was waiting I for that up, man. that's what i was waiting for i was waiting for someone to say i, I was going back and forth in my head i'm like yeah. oh god so, am i able to do the show today like yeah. i have to i have to i have to it's hard yeah. right because you you want to give every single person an amazing experience and there's a lot of people and it takes a lot of energy to give all those people a great experience, adjusting their IPDs, making sure they're getting a good picture, like not just throwing them in there and letting them go, but also making sure they're safe. You know, some of our experiences were scary and you don't want people like, like shifting over and falling over. Like you got to make sure everyone has an amazing time and they don't have any bad memories in their brain of what VR was like. And I think we accomplished that. And uh, it took a lot out of us, but it was a hundred percent worth it. We have a lot of people now that are, that have seen the future of gaming and, you know, maybe they never had, you know, looked at it since the cardboard or, or whatever, but we had people, um, straight up being like, yeah, we're, we're going to buy a quest or we're going to buy a headset or a PlayStation VR, you know, and, um, people just had a blast, man. Some people, you know, we our booth like the entire time they were just there getting just, in line over just and, to, over, and just over and over again just to touch on this i um recently went to an arcade or i went away on holiday for a week and i went to some arcades i love arcades and there was quite a bit of vr um and it's not very good there was one thing that right. was semi-decent but there is nothing out there currently that is like in a general arcade i guess that is uh not of high tech um a high tech standard and yeah there's nothing really out there that sells it you know like you might think oh this is pretty cool but not how we know it and how we love it um yeah so yeah tell and me about meanwhile we handed a menu to everybody who approached the desk that had the list of games that we were offering and it was a badass list synapse call of the mountain zombie land headshot fever pistol whip <laughs> demio propagation vr five nights at freddy's help wanted beat saber real vr fishing uh yuki mr experience i expect you to die like all of those games were on that list and people were like choosing based off of like what they thought sounded the coolest or what they'd heard of job simulator was super popular everybody loved it um what was your like call the your, mountain what was your top um, three? astrobot oh astrobot, astrobot. yeah tetris effect what yeah, about beat saber 
Did people Beat overlay that? We didn't have no Beat Saber was there. Nothing. There was no. There was no Beat Saber. Eric played the game. Believe it or not, we have footage of Eric playing Beat Saber now. Oh, damn. Beat Saber is still the be- is still the hands down the most popular. We had two stations running mm. Beat Saber that were filled the entire weekend, all yeah. three days, the entire time the booth was open. It looks Beat great Saber. as well, doesn't it, from an external perspective to watch someone play that game as well. You're instantly totally. like, what are they doing? You know. So. And we had like big social displays, so like you can see on the screen what people are doing, and a super loud speaker blasting the songs. So it sounded like a party was happening at our booth when people were playing Beat Saber there. And you had um. Creeper Betty and some other people, I believe. Who did you have? Dude, yeah. it was so yeah. sick. So obviously Mash from Q2C, who we haven't officially uh, said hello to yet, but here he is. Hey, Mash, he was there with us. Okay. Uh, he and his wife, Steph, and they were both amazing. So great to have. And those guys came out last year too. Um, Todd and his wife, Allison, from Q2C VR Gamer also came out. So we had both of them. We had Creeper Betty, PSVR. Or I guess it's Creeper Betty VR now. Um, and we had Mickey Bear come out and... Q creator Mike Newton. That's fantastic. We also had Kensei Gaming, who's a, a VR resident here in Arizona with us. Uh, he has his own channel, Kensei Gaming. You should definitely check him out. Um, anybody else that we that we need to mention here? Your wife, my, Brittany, was there all weekend working her ass off, cooking food for everybody. Yeah, you might want to mention your wife. <laughs> yeah, I should, mention, I should mention my wife. I should mention Corey uh, and Dakota and Jimmy, a couple of the young guys who, who joined our team to help us pull it off, too. Um, uh, Mike Bowen and his wife, John C and uh, their buddy, Eric, we had an, an amazing squad of, I think we had like 18 people on our team to pull this thing off. When you yeah. say young guys, when you say young guys, like where, where are you in this, in this young, like, uh, like, like 18 to 20. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've got it. I've got mm-hmm. it. Nice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was incredible. We managed to meet a handful of, uh, of people that live in the state that are also huge VR fans, which, you know, they're few and far between. So that was really cool. One guy who had a channel that has 16,000 subscribers, which is pretty sweet. And we'd never met him. Um, I think his channel is like VR bro reviews, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, So that might be a channel worth checking out. And uh, yeah, we're wiped out today. You know, I think somebody in chat mentioned that my voice sounds messed up. It totally is. I'm completely trashed. And we took all of our own equipment to pull this thing off. So, like, I got here today, or when we when I got here last night, everything is ripped apart. My computer is not hooked up. My my, my monitor isn't where it normally is. Like, all my TVs have <laughs> wow. moved out of my house. So, like, this morning before the show, I had to hook my computer back up, get everything up and running. And it's been a process. But, uh, you know, what? I'm glad that it's. I'm glad that we were able to do it. What a fantastic refresher, though, when you see new people experience VR. I think it just re-energy. I know you're tired now, but it re-energizes why you're doing what you're doing and the passion behind it. You know, a hundred percent. We're able to live vicariously yeah. through every single person who comes through that booth because uh, you know we all know how badass VR is, but sometimes we know we don't like we're like so close to the page writing that like we forget to like take a step back and remember just how impactful it really is. And when you see these kids come in or these adults who have never had a chance to try it before and they're walking the plank, Richie's plank, which we also had, and they're freaking out like or playing propagation and just losing their minds, like swinging and punching and screaming. It was, it was fantastic. Yeah. I, it is really great to live vicariously through everyone. Put, put a new person in, in, uh, in call the mountain and horizon call the mountain. We're jaded, right? Like we, like, we're like, yeah, it looks pretty good. It's a good looking game. You put somebody who's never had a VR headset on before or had a bad experience in a VR headset, go put them in Switchback or go put them in Call of Mountain, games that we like, kind of like pick apart because we have to. 
and these fucking people are just jaw dropped awed, totally. like blown away at what they're doing you know what i mean so it's it's a it's a good perspective for us to get into so and see i guess there was a point where vr looked below what is now current gen and now it's very you know the right games look on par with and that's probably why because you've got that sudden like stereoscopic view of these amazing looking games horizon i think looks fantastic like it's like, gorgeous bro. it's so good looking yeah. um yeah did anybody get sick because radio run said he went into horizon this weekend and literally said he came out feeling sick uh from playing it was i'm assuming it was, one of, it was one of his friends it wasn't him oh well yeah that's right it was his friend yeah yeah. We did a Man, lot of Horizon. I had not one person that I did, and I did a lot of the PlayStation stuff get sick from Horizon. I, one. Okay. I had I one. one, and he was just like, "Ah, oh, I had to take it off. I'm feeling a little dizzy." But that was that was that just one. Yeah, same. I don't know if it was. It could have even been the same guy. Skeve and I maybe were both there, but I remember one guy once he started climbing. I know once he finished climbing and the yep. um, smooth loco started with the thumbsticks, yep. he's done. Well, let me ask you this: How did you deal with people being afraid of the dark? Um. Dude, people <laughs> inside are, joke <laughs> dude yeah but 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 low-key though uh people surprise me man like because you know i go into something like propagation vr and i'm freaking out like halfway through that thing i want to rip the headset <laughs> off and go cry in a corner oh and, is it propagation the, the first one not yeah, hotel, yeah, yeah 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 that is and such a sick house of the dead style experience right? and, and so people sick. get to experience in a pimax crystal by the way wow with the b haptics vest with the wow vest that's insane like i tell you what right so that that exact setup say you run an arcade how much would you charge a person per go of that like you've you've invested in this equipment this is your living they've got like pimax crystal they've got the top end pc uh equipment like and the b haptics probably about 45 bucks that's what 45 i'm just saying i I was i was very i was expecting (laughs) i was expecting 25 minimum to be honest Mm. i was thinking 10 no, for, and, uh, well, and then mean, he went out of business. Hour. And then he for went an hour's out. time. It would be about, th- depending on location, thirty to forty-five bucks. Yeah, for an hour. Okay. For an yes. Hour. Yeah, I'm thinking like one go of propagation. Like, yeah. All right, let's, let's do well, both. What would be one go? What would be one go? I mean, it's about twenty minutes long, I guess, isn't it roughly? Yeah, we let yeah. people pretty much play through to the to the end of the first level where the big zombie comes out and. And uh, the other guys come in with a rocket launcher and take them out for the most part. But there are some people there that like they they get in, they hop out, they get right back in line, they do it again. They hop out, they get right back in line, do it again and again. There was there were people there that like you know. And then they bump up in skill level each time. People are trying it on like nightmare mode and like it was nuts, man. It was really it was awesome. Yeah, and, and it's so busy that people are making appointments, so it's not like they can just jump back in and go right ahead. Like they got to jump back in and then go back and wait for an appointment. And they were doing it like they would just they would go back and like yeah, you need to come back in a half an hour, and they would wait and they would come back in a half an hour. Totally. I tell you what was um good with fast travel uh, it was Broken Edge, two people hmm. sword fighting. That's actually that really pulled in uh, numbers. Instead of like one person to see two people sword fighting from the outside and the way they're reacting and stuff instantly made people think, oh my God, like they've got sword fighting in VR. You know, that was pretty cool. Dude, it awesome. would, We're it would, it would, on internet, right? We can't yes. do, do multiplayer experiences, which is a bummer, but yeah, it would blow your mind out there, peoples, if you knew how much companies pay to get Wi Fi at conferences and expos. Like, oh yeah, truly staggering. 
like tens of thousands of dollars sometimes just to get wi-fi it's yeah. insane Crazy. it's not quite like that in the uk but it is expensive it is expensive and i remember that conversation happening because they paid a lot of money and then the network was just not good so you had to get all these network engineers and they're there 24 7 to make sure everything's going well um but yeah next up let's say hello to mash from qtcvr gamer how you doing dude what's up man how's it going we I'm, missed you i'm good mate i'm good yeah <laughs> yeah you had a little break it was nice everybody got a little relaxing missed last week everybody had a break yeah yeah it was good man it was good it much was good much needed but it feels good to be back feels good to be back yeah i was i was in phoenix with these guys but i flew home last. they went to bed last night they're all oh, we're so tired i flew <laughs> home last night boys and i left i left phoenix at 9 p.m i got to new york at 11 a.m and i had and went right to work today so I what I haven't slept yet, brothers. Jeez. Oh my god! <laughs> this guy wow. is dedicated, man. All of this to to give people VR experiences. Mash is the real deal. Our wives are the real deal. My wife doesn't. Yep. Does, you know, my wife doesn't do VR at all. I mean, she's she's just there to support me and support Alex and Skiba and the whole crew that are there. And then you know, same thing with with uh, with Brittany, uh, Alex's wife. I mean. Have our my wife, she just stood there all weekend, you know, helping people figure out where they needed to go, make appointments. It was how amazing, how amazing though, because like in a normal job, that would never happen. Like, my wife could never go and visit me on the railway, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, right. right. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. That it is, is so cool, cool to be able to enjoy something like this, you know, that you know, something I that you know, we're all super passionate about, and that to have our wives who maybe you know, don't have the same passion, but they're there because they want to. You know they love us and they want to support us it's super cool it's one of the coolest things to be able to experience together it is and my wife made food for the whole team for every single day of the expo like out of our tiny little kitchen here on the between reality spaceship the she managed to crank out a bunch of stuff so like we didn't have to eat like the con food or the egg you know the burgers that they are the hot dogs that they offer at the expo or anything like that so you know definitely shout out to the ladies they were huge 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 like true definition of of the booth babe oh that's fantastic shout out to the booth babes whoop, whoop. Hell yeah. and i yeah. see i see mickey bear in chat right now who is actually still down the street in a hotel has not flown home quite yet and wow. uh making the show here with us what's up mickey bear dude Thanks. he crushed it home, mickey bear brought his quest pro and let everybody play five nights at freddy's in it Oh, and he him. ran the station and had people coming in and at his station all day. I bet it felt so good. It. I bet it felt so good because then he's he's sharing it. You know, he's getting that thing. That's the whole reason I started a YouTube channel because of those vibes he would have got right there and then. His people going, "Oh wow, dude!" And then he's like, "Yeah, talking about it and his passion and probably how he got into it and all that stuff." Because these are it is it's like a hobby, isn't it? Still for some people, you know, a, a passionate hobby. One hundred percent. It's so yeah, good. Mickey, Mickey, and and Mike Newton, Q Creator, both had a blast, and you know the whole time, like we're just so appreciative because they spent the time and money to come to Arizona just to attend this, and then we put them to work like hard. <laughs> and all at the end, they days. came and thanked us, right? And it's and like, thank no, you. thank you, you for like, making me you guys. Work. <laughs> They're like, thank you guys for letting us come and do this. This was amazing. But that's oh. the feeling you get, right? I mean, they, they had they had the bug, man. They they want to do. They want to be like, you know, ambassadors of VR and get people involved in something that they're passionate about. And they were so into it. It was so cool to watch. Yeah. It's great. If anyone was doing anything like that in my area, I'd go and do it. A hundred percent. We're going to fly you in next year. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be in a crate. I'll be in a crate with like little air holes. 
Yeah, that'd be crazy. And last but definitely not least is Wes and Roots from Virtual Strangers. How you doing, boys? Good, man. Good. It's a nice Monday. We've had a pretty decent weekend, and uh, it's a day above ground, so it's a good day. And I I hate Zoom. Why do you hate because, Zoom? Because <laughs> open up the like the actual window. Well, I guess you're looking at it. You're, do I look like shit? in our picture <laughs> yeah no. but on 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 the internet everybody here says roots you got a shitty camera and you have you're like blocky you have bad internet you don't have a thousand megabytes a, a second <laughs> internet 20 megabytes have you got a vpn on have you got a vpn on no i don't have anything on i, I just it's just bizarre and oh I, I wish i would have just i wish i would have just never looked last time and then i would never know Listen, i wouldn't have known so you're i don't know. imagine how ugly people feel that's what you're talking about dude and yeah and it's only on least... zoom it's only on zoom oh shit i can turn it off and on okay you good perspective dude, you got and it. i gotta tell you that the more clarity you have truly the more beautiful roots becomes yeah like i've had plenty of video calls with this guy but when i met him in person i was stunned at how good looking of a dude he is i, I, I was like the what the I felt the same way. Alex comes down. He's wearing a suit. I was like, "Holy shit, dude! This guy's all dressed up." That was cool. Moon Rocks yeah. in Denver. It was awesome. That's right, I was just baby. thinking, <laughs> Wes and Roots are the only two I haven't met yet. Yeah, well, um, we're gonna. That's I, so weird. I just decided um, we're gonna. I'm gonna try to. Well, I guess I'm gonna go to CES um, this year. You so. guess? Yeah. Are you really? You're yeah. going, yeah, buddy. Yeah. Nice. That's yeah, awesome. So. All right, so CES then, uh, GT. That's what, your next time. When is CES? Next. January. January. It's like January. right at right after the new year. Okay. Yeah, it's like first week in January. If somehow I earn enough money, I will definitely try to get CES. Just ladies and it. gentlemen, donations in the description below. Get GT go. to Vegas. Yes. Please send a thousand dollars. Just, oh just, just do what D and I are gonna do. Just drive out. We're gonna car <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna switch <laughs> off. Yeah, carpool. I will just that, take yeah, yeah take, take a ferry. Just take yeah. I will drive out. A uh, quick shout yeah, out to Samson143VR. He says, missed y'all. VR to the moon. Absolutely. Happy Monday, VR fam. Thank you ever so much, dude. And yeah, VR to the moon for sure. Oh, dude. So many people in the chat. Paradise is dropping keys. Paradise Damn. Decay. Thank you ever so much. This is the only channel I can see him on. For some reason, me and you, <laughs> me and him are blocked. Um... But yeah, it's been like I, years. I know. I, know. <laughs> I was actually I was actually DMing someone at YouTube to try and solve it and they just can't. I don't know. Mm. I don't know what it is, man. I don't know what it is. You're the same person. I feel yeah, like I'm the yeah. official like intermediary for PD and GT. Mm. Like there was a minute there where like <laughs> PD would say something and then I would tell GT, but I would like kind of tweak it a little bit and like make sure that the messages were not properly being delivered just for my own personal sick pleasure. It's fun. <laughs> hey, I did see someone in the chat asking where sadly it's Bradley is. Yeah, do you know, we, we we rarely mention that he's not here, but it's kind of obvious he's not here, but we should say it maybe for the audio version. Yes, uh, Bradley again is not here because he's driving. Is it his mum or someone from Miami or himself from Miami? He's, um, um, he's doing an event in Miami, something. I don't know how much he's allowed to talk about, but that's where he's at. Nice, nice, nice. And um, yeah, I will be at EGX uh, this year as I am every year. I'm going to be taking my whole family, bro. Um, nice. And that is in October. So yeah, looking forward to that. That'd be cool, man. Are, 
Are you going to Gamescom, GT? Going to Gamescom as well, yeah. Yes, so I will see you yeah. next week, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know, it's crazy, yeah. mate. I'm really, I've got, I've got like a, oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm very lucky. I've got some sponsored videos coming through. But this week has suddenly gone absolutely crazy. It's gone like, there's there's video, I'm working on videos all the time. So just stuff to do apart from Alicia, which I'd never have actually covered that in some ways. But <laughs> yo, Mr. Like... Mr. Tasselhoff dropping 20 VR crew cast memberships. Nice. Thank you ever so much, dude. And uh, Snowtoad with we, the Terry uh, can... two uh, euro, uh, euro or euros. Ooh, yeah, two, two, two euros. I think that's a euro. That, no, that's a no, Snowtoad is a pound. That's a pound. That's uh, that's the pound. Damn it. I thought I had it. That's a pound. That so close. I don't. I don't think the euro really looks like a pound. It's like a, a backwards e, isn't it, or an e? Yeah, we don't. We don't know what that. Shit it all looks, looks the like. same. Fuck yeah. off, Roach. If it ain't a dollar, it's Monopoly money. <laughs> Give it all that. <laughs> Crazy. But I was gonna say, GT. GT, can, can we uh, can we stay at your house when we go to England after Gamescom? Because we don't have a place <laughs> to stay yet. That's the way to do so, it. Can well, me and Skiva stay on your couch? Funny enough, um, if you seriously want to, that could actually maybe be possible. Because if my son's at university. You would have a a bedroom to share. So that'd be cool though, and then you guys would be able to hang out more because you're like actually in under the same roof. Yeah, because you're doing Gamescom. What when are you traveling back? So we are going to uh, we're gonna we're we're gonna be in uh, we're gonna be in Germany on the nineteenth or twentieth, I think, right? We get and that will be there to the twenty sixth. Oh, so you're gonna and be there a day going after to me. London. Yeah, and then we're going to London for three days. Yes, yeah, so you're gonna wow. be there a day after me and a day before me. Um. And yeah, London is like a 32-minute train from my house. Perfect. So, right, well, GT, it looks oh, like you're halfway yeah. to Vegas well, now minutes. because Rezol VR just dropped 100 bucks as a super chat. Rezol! Boom. Damn it. There, you're you. almost there. I cannot yeah. afford to tip GT no more. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, thank you ever so much. You don't, like, just, just do normal amounts you can do you can Thank do two you. polls on the on one of the uh, slot machines in vegas oh yeah. my god oh man thank you ever so much oh, god damn it you don't really know rezzle is the real deal he's so generous he is always like leaving donations and supporting and um you know it's it's cool to see good he, job rezzle he really is and talking about supporting vr we need to talk about ryan mccaffrey's tweet last week um i think that'd be a classic topic did you guys see this while you was away no from my gm what was it i'll let wes I tell oh, i'll let, I'll yeah, let wes no, tell did, some of the story it. dude i'll let wes tell some of the story sure. yeah yeah so uh so um x the ign's xbox guy uh pretty much came out and did what he does he threw a little shade put uh, sony's way and said that uh he his PSVR 2 has dust on it because there's nothing to play on it and he feels like he was ripped off. Personally, yeah, well, I did see like that. Ripped off I mean that I mean that's such I mean, look, I've had my bouts with how much content is out there too, but to say you're ripped off is just hyperbole and just trying it was, to it was the, it was, people up. The problem was it was the traffic it was getting. Like it's not just I don't I don't know anyone in the VR community currently that could write that and get that amount of traction was it was it a million or more 
on this wow. tweet. Wait, so so did he say the same thing a couple months after the a million I released? Well, th this is the thing, no. right? This is the thing. He no. was he, why, why he was raving about. Isn't he a journalist? GT Seven. Yes, he was one of the people that we all celebrated because we were like, oh my god, this guy actually gets it. Like he's he used to own a DeLorean, right? And he was talking. And this is one of the amazing things about Gran Turismo. He was talking about that one to one almost experience of owning a DeLorean and then sitting in one in VR and being like, oh shit, like psvr2 is the real deal and then so he got 1.8 million views um and you want to say all like any news is like whatever bad news is also like news or whatever the saying is but this is bad like this is not good that he's what decided one day to just go and it has got dust on it and i did I, I did reply, and my, my reply actually got quite a lot. Actually, my reply is the top scene reply with 17,000 views. Um, nice. And I did basically say to him, I, I understood some of it because I think if you're um, not in a community and you're not watching VR news videos, you're then left to get all your news from Sony's marketing um like to like like green hell for example just quickly green hell they dropped a trailer last week then pulled it and they were like right it's coming out and then today they dropped the trailer again and say yeah it's out now and, it, and it's it's out you know, it's out tomorrow actually their trailer says it's out now but it's actually out tomorrow like there's just nothing going on for psvr2 in that way so it is really down to the hardcore community to let these people know and he doesn't fucking follow any of us he doesn't care about what we're doing do you know what i mean so the, and also the PSVR 2 came out with such a big lineup. Like brands, IP, Horizon, yeah. Resident Evil, Gran Turismo. And there's people thinking, holy shit. Like, and these games look amazing. I'm getting one of these. There's nothing since then that's done that for the headset yet. Out and and I'm saying that with like, now hold hold me up, like, give me a minute. Remember, I'm talking about known IPs. You are a flat console gamer. Look around at the store. Yeah, Switchback's not pulling you in. I'm just saying, like, it might do because it's made by that particular company that you know the name of. Might do, and if you follow them on Twitter. But what else? There isn't really that much else outside of the games that we know. Like, everyone going Vertigo 2. He's probably never even heard of Vertigo or Vertigo 2. He's not going to get excited yeah. about that. Uh, that was kind of my point with it, too, is that the problem isn't that there's no games to play. There's a lot of games to play. The, yep. the, the, the amount of titles that they've given us in these first uh, few months has been something akin to a, a major console launch. There's a lot of games. The problem is, is they haven't shown what's coming. Like mm -hmm. nothing. They haven't shown anything about what we should be expecting going forward. And it's kind of led to this kind of um, cynicism about the platform going forward. And I feel like this tweet is just kind of uh, a manifestation of that. And um, yeah, so that's what I said on uh, Wednesday when we were talking about this is Sony has no, no one to blame but themselves for this mm -hmm. uh, because the marketing has been lacking uh, to put it mildly. Well, so today's plus, August... you, you don't even need the games. Just, just tell us what's coming. You don't even need the physical games. If people are hyped right. about what's coming, they don't need it in their hands. They'll be excited because what's coming and they'll play this stuff that's already here. Right. And if you're coming from another, it, it, for the people that are coming from other VR platforms, um, it, it's not as rich of a library because, you know, that is a 
a point that you could see, which obviously is not his point because he's not, he doesn't know all this shit seemingly. But you know, I've played all these other games, and so you could make the point that there's not that many games on the the console outside of you know ones that a lot of them that already existed. And I think what Mash is saying is is a good point. Like just let us know, or Wes as well, uh, what's mm-hmm. coming. So we know. Do you find it any different than when they launched the flat consoles? Like, as far as how many titles are out? No, I, I don't. Feel like anytime it's when been I six buy a months. console, it hasn't even been six barely, months. There's nothing there. There's not much. It, I mean, six months is not long. So right. yeah, no, I think it's. I think I think it's. It's a good launch. So yeah, same. So just for some context here, today's August 14th, and the tweet was from Ryan McCaffrey. That's at DMC underscore Ryan from IGN. Uh, And this was on, this was five days ago. So it must have been August 9th. And uh, it says, I massively regret the 597, including tax that I spent on the PSVR 2. I love great VR gaming experiences. And I was so excited that Sony was doubling down with a truly powerful second gen headset, but they burned me. There are no games. It already feels dead. Look at that layer of dust. And at the current time, it has 1,500 comments, 728 retweets, 5,200 likes, and 1.8 million views. It's a ridiculous statement. That is the most ridiculous statement I've ever seen. The games that they have, they just launched just in the last four months alone pay for the system. And like I said, as long as if they had shown, if they tell us what's coming, we'd feel better about it. But just, just play what you just, we just put people through switchback <laughs> and, and horizon call the mountain. And I guarantee you, if I go put them in job simulator and then I bring them back over to the PlayStation, where do you think they're going to want to go when I can put them in switchback and we put them in synapse and they're freaking losing their minds and synapse of what they can do. It's the most ridiculous statement. And I, and I have been down on PlayStation because of their non-advertising but that's the most ridiculous statement to say you're 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 wasted and that you there's nothing to play or there. I mean, some of the best experiences still this year I've had have been on a PlayStation. That's the problem though with having something that is seen as an accessory. It's an accessory. It's a peripheral. It's an add-on. And uh, Brian Altano, he's also really big at IGN. Um, he also so further down he's put. It's honestly crazy how little Sony are actually supporting this thing. Completely sent out to die with no roadmap of first-party software whatsoever. <laughs> like the Virtual Boy got more in-house support than PSVR 2. Wow. I, dumb. And then he goes, <laughs> I regularly forget it even exists. How do these people have jobs? I, I, this is the what thing. The heck? To me, it just means they've got, you know, like um, Ian Higton from Eurogamer, yeah? Mm-hmm. There's a reason he's got that seat. There's a reason he does what he does. Because if you don't have someone who does talk to the community and follows them and listens to what's going on. Like he's doing PCVR mods. You know, he might only do one or two videos a week unless something, maybe one a week, I can't remember, but he's there, he's listening and he's, and it might just be Ian's corner, but mm. it's still that at least that, that gives your gamers VR audience somewhere to go. That's yeah. And difference. I'd like, I'd like to, Ian Higdon's been great. Uh, I'd like to also shout out, um, digital foundry who put out a clip in pretty much in direct response to this a clip from their podcast of um uh, of their experience in uh, psvr2 over the last month to to six weeks and they did a great job pointing out that there actually are new games that are great games uh synapse being the the main one that they focused on um 
so yeah sh- th- there are people out there that are part of the mainstream traditional gaming media that know what's up um but they're f- a little more few and far between so to your yeah. point. gt and west you guys were like early playstation vr1 guys i didn't come till till later was the psvr1 launch any different with tri- with triple a titles i mean that, i gotta assume that most of those titles were not ips known ips there were a lot of like games that first came to vr i'll, I'll right? let wes go first if he wants uh, no, no that's right uh, actually in terms of like b- big franchises we've got more with this in terms of just the sheer number of titles that la- that psvr1 kind of launched with it's right about the same as what we're launching with right now so um it, it's pretty standard in, in that effect but we didn't launch with a resident evil game last time we didn't launch with gran turismo we you know we didn't launch with horizon uh so what about again did it launch with skyrim or did skyrim come later i don't i don't remember i don't no, think skyrim skyrim was, skyrim was definitely later so the games um that kind of came out in 2016 as from memory and the you've got to remember right <laughs> this was the first real consumer vr headset and i'll say that with a price point in mind it was 400 pounds for me yeah that's true 500 pounds you know so like when I went very, very early hands-on with PSVR, I didn't realize I was actually going to a VR event. There was HTC who were demoing things like, I don't know, putting furniture in a house. And then there was like Oculus with their riffs doing whatever. And I just went straight to the Sony booth, obviously. And there's me playing these games. So the games that come out, there was a classic arcade tank game. Uh, what was that? It was a tank game. Was Battle? Uh, it was a battle. Battle Zone? Uh... Battlezone. Battle yeah. So Battlezone, I was like, oh shit, did I remember this? And I'm playing it in VR, right? Like it's like Tron. Yeah, and I'm like, fucking hell, this is incredible. Then I play PlayStation VR Worlds, which puts me in a truck with this massive fat bald guy. And I'm f- pulling all the stuff out in the van. I'm opening the door. I'm like, oh my God, this is insane. Then I'm doing a competitive multiplayer in rigs, running around an arena, shooting these things. And I'm just like, this is super special. This is incredible. And that's not to mention that uh, we have Batman a Batman VR experience on launch day as well. And that, oh, like not to go crazy. Like I remember I took a week off or four days off work to play PSVR. And I played PSVR every day from morning till night. And I remember playing Batman and I went in there when it was like daylight. And I remember Croc. If you've played this game, there's a bit where Croc jumps up to get uh, Robin and he smashes the, the, the bars and it scared the shit out of me so much. I took the mm-hmm. headset off and it was nighttime. And I and I had that weird moment. And I've heard people talk about this where you're not quite sure what reality is at that moment. Is it a different feel to everything? You know? And I was just like, yeah, I need to like stop playing this. I'll be playing it for like three days straight. I just need to get away and get out of it a little bit. Um, the launch was incredible. And then we had PlayStation VR Worlds. I mean, people were playing PlayStation VR Worlds for the entirety of PSVR, really, because those demos couldn't always sold the headset. Um, yeah, we had we had Starblood Arena, we had Rush of Blood, we had Here They Lie. Yeah. There were some great titles, um, but they they weren't from yeah, known the, IPs. Yeah, they weren't known IPs, and I think those games become known IPs because they hit a time when it was vibing. Everything it was like PSVR. You got to remember before the Quest there's a difference about quest quest has definitely brought in a younger audience but psvr had the older audience you know it had an adult audience and that's why i think 
these games that were not known IPs become known IPs because these adults are like, yeah, like I don't think kids would ever really care about many of those games that I just spoke about either. Mm. So, you know. So what 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 I think's going on here is I think we we were all so excited for the PSVR two platform to arrive because we know what this generation is going to mean in terms of bringing VR into the mainstream. We know all of these AAA VR games are coming, and I think we hyped it up so much that people kind of got this false expectation that we were going to just get there overnight. And as soon as PSVR shows up, we're going to have 500 AAA games in the library in six months, and that's just not reality. Those games take time to make. They take time to get here. So I, I think that the platform in general as it stands today is being held to unfair standards by most people and you know i think we're partly to blame for that um yeah there is that but, you know there's a reason i've never said half-life alex is coming right right i've never said because, that because there's no reason to think that right well it's, it's not just that it's i i want i do think it i want it to happen obviously and some people i know inside the scene has t told me that it is going to happen, right? But if I then tell people, as someone that is like, not a, not a figurehead, what are we? We're in the space. We've got followers. If I say that to someone and someone else says it to someone else, they've already got an expectation, a level of of something happening. And the disappointment is completely fabricated if it doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. They're going to be, di oh yeah, by the Val puts out a tweet, Half-Life Alex isn't coming to PSVR 2. And everyone goes, oh, God, I really thought it was going to happen. <laughs> like, it wouldn't make... The system's any... dead now. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. Like, the amount of people who've asked me that. Like, if I live stream, now and again, there will be a um, a paid-for super chat that say, do I think Half-Life Alex is coming to PSVR 2? And I'm like, no, I don't. And and, the, and if I do, I'm, you're not going to hear me say, like, officially, yeah, I really do think it's coming because it just... It just adds a full sense. And here's of, the thing: even know, if, even if it does come, it's not going to make that big of a difference. It's like that that alone isn't going to change everyone's mind about the platform. People will get excited for a month about it, and then it'll just be another day. Because at the end of the day, that's what a, a, a three four year old game at this point. It, it's not uh, the cutting edge anymore. Um, yeah. You almost need a population one style game to really take off on psvr2 something that is a we, big what we need is base. what we need is two years we need two years of of consistent releases and then we'll get there the, the problem is is that everyone thought that we're going to reach the the mid cycle point in six months and that's just not realistic yeah yeah but in my opinion you know what else needs to happen is it needs to work like really really well you know, we just did Game On Expo where we had in this in this one booth, we had Quest 1, Quest 2, Pico 4, HTC XR Elite, Vive Pro 2, um, Pimax Crystal, PlayStation VR 1, PlayStation VR 2, Quest Pro. All of those different headsets were in that booth running. And what do you think gave us the biggest amount of headache? PlayStation VR 2. It was so a pain in the ass. The tracking just isn't up to par. It's just the, not like even it's not even just the tracking. It's it, the, the controller tracking. It's it's like setting, you know, having to constantly reset your guardian all the time because, you know, maybe the lighting is not good enough or whatever. For whatever the, reason, did you do the tracking tape and did you do the screen with the tracking on it? I did. But the problem is for where we were, just the, the I had to face people away from the screen towards the lights. 
because it just wasn't bright enough. And uh, but yeah, I think that the tracking screen was on the monitor, but I don't know how much it helped because they weren't looking directly at it. So See, that's yeah. odd to me that you would say that because you know I, I use a, a good variety of headsets around here, and PSVR one is or PSVR two is the one that has the least amount of issues in that. Like it always remembers. I would say that. I, I in my considering <laughs> I've got two massive bright lights in front of me all the time in PSVR two and a green screen behind me. The Guardian is constantly set up perfectly and it never goes wrong. But one thing I always remember about when I go to when Sony used to go to events with PSVR, they would be almost curtained off above to the sides. Um, the only view in front of you would be a big TV showing um, like people what they're seeing. And obviously that that's kind of right. I think if I was going to do a PSVR 2 show, I would get that tracking screen right there and then put the tape all round. I think it would have to be a very, very hard setup to... I think get right at a show because obviously you got lights as well doing all different, just, you know, things. It's just it's it's just goes to show you though how good the tracking of like the Quest Two is. Oh, dude, yeah. If, yeah. We have we have ten Quest Two headsets set up and Quest Pro set set up, and there is not one issue with yes. tracking or Guardian setup with any of them the You're entire right. weekend. And literally, I mean, me and Alex were almost having to reset everything on the PlayStation for every time we did a new experience yeah Dude, and there was other wild stuff that was happening too like you'd close Triggers the program and then yeah all of a sudden the um the social display is gone so now i can no longer see on the screen the screen's black but they're in the headset seeing menus yeah, oh, in the, yeah. i hate that i hate God. that oh why is that even a thing i remember the it's first so time weird. that happened it and so it really weird. sucks when you're trying to demo somebody because like they don't know what the hell is going on they're just like sitting there waiting for you to like magically make this thing happen for them which for everybody else we're able to but then when that screen turns off i'm like okay what are you looking at what can you see uh give me yeah, the headset now i gotta like so put it back on unplug replug we we just wrestled with the playstation vr2s all weekend now that being said i do think that those were the the most premier experiences that we offered people went in to call the mountain from the beginning did the boat ride did the underwater scene started climbing and people were blown away we and to the to the point of the ips we had multiple people come up being like i'm a huge horizon fan mm. i cannot wait to try this yeah and exactly they were that. blown away blown away by it. exactly that and that's where i think the people who have invested in psvr2 are Resident Evil fans, they are Gran Turismo and they are Horizon, and then and then they come across more of the library. And obviously, people like Ryan just haven't. You know, they're waiting for someone to say to them, "Oh, here's whatever IP." Do you know what I mean? Here's the next, and they're doing it in VR, and he'll be like, "Oh yeah, I'll check this out." But but how do you feel burned by when you rave about this fucking GT Seven game and you say it's groundbreaking? You alone that game alone. For you, for the way he talked about it, you didn't get burned, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you still got that game. You can still go marvel about your, your, you know, uh, whatever the flux capacitor you don't have in your car. You, um, I don't know. You, no, no, no. You're absolutely <laughs> right. Do you know what I think this is right? And this is going actually full circle in a way back to what we were just talking about, where when you're in this space, and I play potentially two or three games a day, right? And I might only make four videos a week out of them. Like, I forget how incredible certain games should be. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I forget that. And he is a content creator. He is someone who plays multiple games, never pays really probably for anything. I'm very surprised he paid paid for his PSVR 2. But, I mean, he's also at that point where it wouldn't matter if he paid for it or he didn't pay for it. 
it wouldn't the the, the review would still be the same i'm 100 percent sure of that because after mm. a while when you get keys and you get games like like i still pay for games but it, i can still review them regardless of which way i get them so i i do think that he forgot he's forgot how amazing vr can be he's played gt7 he's done that interview he's probably played it for 10 minutes 20 minutes had that amazing moment then gone on camera and gone oh dude it's amazing and he's probably not played it since i bet you he's not even i bet he's not even played that game since that moment and that's that's the worst that's why when people review stuff they play it nigh on through to the end to make sure that it's not just a wow first five minutes do you know what i'm saying that's the idea of why people do mm-hmm. that stuff. So I just think where you get so much stuff coming through to him, he's just like, oh yeah, it's brilliant. And then game of the year or whatever he said. But I know the Gran Turismo for some people, uh, Mike from the VR Oasis, I know he plays that game. Like every, well, I think most days still, he still plays it and he upgrades his gear, like the uh, Fanatec and all that stuff. Like he's so into it. He was telling me there's a whole community for Gran Turismo that he never knew about. And they say to him, he goes on these discords or reddits and they're like, yeah, this week or this update, this particular car is going to be on sale and it's the best car ever. And he's like, he's so in there, dude. And, you know, he's so, he's so into it. So I guess for people who love Gran Turismo, maybe they just can't stop. You know, what do you, right? why do you think they haven't fixed No Man's Sky yet? And the PlayStation five, the triangular says, I, I've I finally played No Man's Sky on PSVR two. And I can understand if someone bought PSVR two for that game coming from a quest too, uh, obviously on a maybe pc um they'd be upset about the clarity and like that was a problem and that we thought the pro was gonna fix it the pro patch now the five patch like what the fuck are they doing I, and i get it they, they've they've taken this game that was a joke they've turned it into everything that they've made it uh to be but why keep <laughs> i just don't get it it looks like shit on the uh, in the psvr2 compared to what it should anyway it does when you've played it on pc it does when you played it on PC. But there's so many comments, dudes. Um, thank you ever so much. Alakazam has put a, tw- <laughs> a $20 donation in, which means <laughs> I'm going to read this. That's the issue I had with PSVR 2. People boosted this thing up so much, and I wasn't hype about it. Got called names because I wasn't excited. So when I did try it, and I didn't see nor feel the hype people was talking about. So basically, yeah, whatever communities followed that's made him feel that it's going to be the next best thing ever. And then um, he spoke up about it and he wasn't welcomed. And then he's uh, he's not feeling it. So, but then I know this guy had the Quest Pro. And, uh, you know, he, he obviously, I think he's got PCVR as well. It's just, it's just different for everyone. And then uh, Piotrex, uh, thank you for the PLN. Might be, I don't know what that is. Is it <laughs> Polish? I don't know. But thank you ever so much for the 1199. Sony didn't show to be interested with hybrids. So there is a clip from a guy talking about hybrids once. I'm sure of it. I, I remember watching this interview with this guy and he was talking about it and there's been no talk about it ever since. Um, yeah. I would point out that that term hybrids is a Sony term. It came from them directly. It, it was um, something that was leaked out of the PSVR two developer conference before PSVR two launched. Uh, they, they said that this generation, they wanted to focus largely on hybrids. Um I would point out that we're six months in and those Mm. games take years to make. They take three years. They take four years. And we have a few, you know, village is a hybrid game. Gran Turismo is a hybrid game. Yeah. Um, Again, we're not going to get it all 
at the start those games take time those games are coming i would i would say that it's a bit unfair to say that sony isn't interested in hybrid games when it was them in the first place that that brought the term and the the concept uh up so yeah that's my thought Tapizi says i've heard gt gripe about playstation allowing a lot of low quality games on the store recently uh i still stand by that dude there's some games on there that i just don't think are worth being on there but it, it, well, you don't like like cactus cowboy or whatever <laughs> you know what that that developer he's a lovely guy he, he's been in my discord yeah. and I, I did play it once but i honestly it, back then it, i was just it was kind of exactly what i was expecting you know it was a, a one-man show okay. it was all right you know it was and then i saw it on psvr2 and i was like wow like he's got on psvr2 but i've never played it on psvr2 and i've never heard anyone talk about it on a reason <laughs> oh okay we're not we're not obligated to play basic games and I, this is what i was saying yesterday in our stream you know that we've gotten to a point where a lot of developers it, it's sink or swim and some of them aren't yeah. going to be able to swim because they're just not it, usually it's probably going to be funding that's going to stop a lot of developers and they're just they're just going to not be able to continue with what they're doing um maybe they don't know how to to compete to to you know, the biggest thing is, is how do you keep your game relevant as you're developing, you know, as time's going by, because it does take time to develop and things change and, and maybe what you were working on isn't as good as it used to be. And, and then now your game comes out and it's basic and it's not 2016. So what would you say know. are the best games on PSVR 2? Give me a, give me a top five or a top three. What would you say? Horizon, Switchback, Switch um, Synapse, Synapse. Resident Evil, Gran Turismo. So mm. over half of the best games are not actual VR games. Yeah, I would I would change my list a little bit. I would put Saints and Sinners Retribution on that list. Yes. It's amazing yes. on PlayStation VR 2. Yeah, I've been um, stuck on that game for uh, four days now. I started back in it on Friday. I've played it every day since then. It's and so uh, it's, it's an amazing game. It's yeah, an it amazing is. game. It's brilliant. You just forget, don't you? Because obviously we played it like, when, when did it come out? 2018 or something? Like So which one gets knocked off the top five then to, to, to slide Saints and Sinners in there? Horizon. We, I, I Horizon, think Horizon, yeah. kind of garbage. It just looks pretty. But the game, that game to me bored the hell out of me. I really boring. enjoyed you, it. I loved yeah, it. I did too. I did too. I, I, especially yeah, the, yeah. the second half of the game is, is great. Like it takes a while to get going. It's a bit shallow at first, um, but as you get going uh, deeper into it, the, the levels become more elaborate and the uh, the boss fights become more frequent and it gets really, really good toward the end. Yeah, for I, sure. I played for a while. wasn't for me. But the, there, but there's, it's it's got to like be Resident in my top Evil, five. Resident Evil 8. Red Matter 2. Good, good call. Simple. Yeah, good call. Yeah, like that's what I did like a top yeah. 25 because I had no choice to do a top 25 because there is... Oh, shit. At the moment, 25 games that I really enjoy and I would <laughs> recommend. So I just forgot. I did make my top 25 list uh, when uh, when Wes did his. And uh, I fuck, I just, I didn't have Horizon in my top five. <laughs> well, I was what just, I was just debating with Skiba saying, I know I have it in my top five. And it wasn't. How the hell did I? Well, because so what I we just said, the, all those games that you're not naming are amazing, but like something has to get knocked off the list to make that five, right? Yeah. My number five oh. is is probably very close. So I did I did Gran Turismo number one, Resident Evil eight number two, Walking Dead, uh, Saints and Sinners Retribution number three, Red Matter number four, and number five, 
put Demio as number five. I freaking Whoa. just love Demio, and it looks so freaking good in that headset. Damn. And six was six six was her eyes, and seven was Synapse. I think I might move Synapse now into definitely like, ahead of seven I mean, or seven. I, mean, I think this I is would coming probably from somebody pop who loves Demio, Demio down. I think yeah. I would probably pop Demio down. There's just so much to Demio now. Like Demio is like like I can't rate Demio like when it launched. I need to rate Demio what it is today. And right. if you buy that game for the first time today. What you get for the for the even for the the increased value that it is, their their increased price it is, it's still one of the best games you'll find. It's like but the only problem is that like in my, you have to have the squad. Like yeah, if you right. don't have that I mean, squad, skirmishes can be fun, man. Skirmishes can be a lot fun, of fun. And but there's top a lot of six, people that play online. I want Baldur's Gate three in VR. That's what I want. I've never played it, but I would play it in VR. Real Dungeons yeah. and Dragons, right? I, I'm we've, planning on playing Baldur's Gate when it comes to PS5. Well, we've, got, we've got a game uh, that was shown, Dungeons of um, Eternity, I think, is a game that's kind of going to be like a co-op uh, dungeon crawler game coming out in VR. And I thought that looked really cool. So I'm looking forward to checking some more of that out. But um, yeah, that's the thing. Everyone likes all different stuff, you know. Hello, I, I'd like to point out, you know, just this little exercise we just did, you know, trying to pick five is damn near impossible mm -hmm. it's tough to pick 10 and I, yeah. I would say that there's probably 12 to 15 must own titles on psvr2 right now and we're six months in yes but, I, but we just but, we just made the case thin, though, that there are 15. games it does but, but it gets super play. thin after 15 it does get thin like to me like the hardest oh, part, like you the, got the, me the, you got me think what did i put in my list now then for 25 like, like the, the top 15 are tough, right? Because there's, there's 15 banger games. But to me, I, I had a hard time finding games after 15 that I thought really, really deserved to be on the list. Like, my 25 is Survive. Survive so is good, though. It is, but yeah. it's still janky. It's still a janky mess. It's, Even, janky, it's better than, it's it's really better than the PC, but it is fun. But, I, but again, I'm putting that on my, I mean, Cosmo Dread, I got in there. Cities <laughs> VR, No Man's Sky, which is still a mess, is... You know, synth riders, zombie. A lot of these are ports, man. You know that that have to be in there. But swordsman, I got in there. Star Wars, Pavlov. Well, it just gets light thin. Brigade. Yeah, light, light brigade in there. It's just good. to me, like after the after fifteen, I think it starts to like drastically drop. I mean, look at the thing of Gran Turismo, Resident Evil, Walking Dead, Red, uh, Red Matter, Demio, Synapse, Moss Book Two, After the Fall, Zenith, Hubris, Switchback. But then think of the the drop off, and these are great games. I'm not saying they're not great. I'm just saying there is a drop off. Light Brigade, Star Wars: Tales from Galaxy's Edge, Swordsman, Song in the Smoke, Pistol Whip, yeah, Zombie Land, Synth Riders, yeah. No Man's Sky, Cities. It just dry. It goes from here to like here. See, I did a I did a list. So out of like a hundred games, I narrowed it down to thirty two, and then I did a tier list. Right, um, and this is before this is pre Synapse. Uh, I've got Must Buys as Red Matter 2, Beat Saber, Ari Village, Tetris, Star Wars, Cosmodred, Saints and Sinners, Demio, Pavlov, Horizon, and GC7. And then it's very good. I've got uh, Onigaro, The Light Brigade, Thumper, Moss, uh, Moss Book 1 and 2, Zombieland, No Man's Sky, Cities VR, um, Creed, uh, the original Saints and Sinners below the, the first one, After the Fall, Mirage, and then okay at the time, this was before the patch as well. Was um, I'm just going to chuck it out there, uh, switch back, and and the and the list goes on. But I kind of made that list in a way that I was trying to make something that was more generalized, 
than my own personal list. Like these are games that I think some people would enjoy a variety of different things. But my top 10 is super strict. I did do a top and, 10 as well. They're and tough. I'll point out that since then we've had synapse, we've had VR skater, we've had the room VR that's come. And now we've got green hell coming. We've got firewall ultra coming. We've got crossfire Sierra squad coming. Mm. That's all this month. Thomas McNostro. <laughs> it's the whole podcast going to be PSVR today. Do you know what? <laughs> yes. I'm sorry about that. I am sorry about that. And uh, I know what you're saying, dude. Like we've nearly done. Well, we did, we did a first like 15, yeah, 20 minutes. I'm not, let's, I'm let's, not let's, sorry about it. Because yeah. what's the, what else is there to talk about? Quest yes, 3 we, is coming. What the fuck are we going to talk about? Until yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't Besides, know. Talk how many more? How many times do we talk about everything else but PlayStation? So, like, it's just let's talk about all the the AAA Quest Two games that have come out in the last six months. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true, man. I like, can't wait to demo Power Wash Simulator when I go to Game Con. Like my number one. I just can't wait to go. Are you it. going to actually try? Yes. It? No. I told Jimmy. I told Jimmy. Jimmy Bowers is like, you're gonna come do it. I'm like, hell yeah, Jimmy. Dude, I love you. I'll come and demo anything you want. There, dude, I played I mean, Beat maybe... Saber this weekend. Dude, I've heard multiple people, <laughs> multiple people that I respect, GT being one of them, that Thank actually you. really enjoy it. And so, like, maybe there's more to it than you think. Is it, is I, yeah, I, I am. I, if I go there and I enjoy, I promise I will tell you guys the truth. If I go there and I'm like, "What? This is freaking fun! I love it!" I will tell you the truth. I, I'll come back and say it. Are you going to come back and do uh, more real life power washing? No, or, no. <laughs> that I know I hate. I, mean, <laughs> I haven't played the game, but I imagine it to maybe not be like the best game you've ever played. But I, there's no way that it's not satisfying. Like that's it's just going to be satisfying, like blasting that thing and watching it go from gritty to beautiful and shining. There's just something about that, and I would not be surprised if it is an enjoyable experience. If you could do it in a Mario world, you'd fucking love it. Like you sure. know what I mean? That's the thing, is like the the worlds, I guess, from what GT says is what makes it, right? GT Mario Sunshine was kind of based yeah. on what we never about? went back to yeah. And Splatoon is yeah. like the opposite, where you're like covering everything with color, and that is also really, really satisfying. So yeah, there's just something about that. I bet you it is enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. so to be clear, I've only actually played one level of it in VR, but I've played the game flat and I like the game flat. Um so yeah, like playing power wash it, was pretty cool i can just the only thing i'm worried about is that there's a big difference between sitting at a computer with a mouse maybe listening to your own lo-fi music doing what you're doing against again vr is an event it's not like something you can just do while you're having a sandwich or talking to someone on the phone it's everything it's all you're going to be doing is power washing and that could be good and also bad against it because maybe people will be like you know i can't do this for and he, and he's on a quest as well. He's got a two-hour lifespan. Like this game needs hours and hours, you know. So yeah, at least people won't think they they didn't get uh, their money's worth when they buy it. I'm assuming. That's true. Uh, uh, people pointing out in the chat that Vin VR is coming soon. Uh, I, I expect that. you to die. Three is coming this week. Uh, games are dropping. Yeah, I expect you to die. I'm very excited to check that out. Yeah, Can't wait to see the, the intro. Those, those games are good for for a playthrough you know you play through them once you're like ah yeah. that was cool and then you move on that's the problem isn't it like i think i expect you to die the first one i found it great to play again like two years later you know it had mm. to be a long time because i was just like, oh god i cannot remember what i'm doing <clears throat> it had to be quite a while i've got a pretty good memory for games as well so yeah Venvr. vr yeah i literally made a video the other day because um, I did a community post where 
I played some mods and they were like, these games are rubbish because they're not first person. I was like, stop saying this. VR games don't need to be first, don't need to be first person all the time. That's not, that's not great gaming and that's not a good message to put out. And I understand it because, no. well, yeah, like maybe these guys haven't played the best platformer of them all, which is Astrobot. You know? Right. Astrobot right. is I've the best VR platformer you can, you can play. I've had one of the best experiences in VR that I've ever had over the last uh, week and a half uh, playing Uncharted 4 in VR with the Luke Ross mod. I'm yep. having such a great time with that game. It's so amazing. The gameplay is so diverse and translates very well to VR, even with it being third person. Um, so, yeah, that's just completely false. Anyone who says that third person doesn't work in VR. Yeah, he just got. Me, they like... just don't like third-person games. I guarantee it. Some people just don't like third-person games, and I get it. Like, but it's amazing. Yeah, I do get it though. Some games wouldn't look right, would they? Like, for example, Batman Arkham, because he takes up something like how much of the screen was it? They did it once, didn't they? It was like sixty-five percent of the game screen is Batman's back. <laughs> like, how would that work in VR? You'd be like, get the fuck out of the way, man! I can't see what's going on. <laughs> so I do get it, but. Yeah, when I, that's why I said I made that video just to literally, and I showed some of the comments. I didn't even realize some of these comments I were getting. Like, people were like, Moss was a completely pointless game because it was third person. I'm like, what? Like, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I, everyone's entitled to an opinion, but I just had to air mine out, you know? Those are some of my favorite games, you know? Like, I love being immersed in VR and like having it be this visceral experience. Like, if my character is standing, I'm standing. So for most of the, for most of my VR experiences, they it like takes a considerable amount of energy to participate in. And when I have a game like Astrobot or Moss where I can just sit down and just play a damn game, like control a character and just push buttons, I really really enjoy those experiences a lot. I'm a traditional gamer to this day, you know, so it's nice when I can just sit down thumbsticks and buttons, you know, relax enjoy the experience and not have to be like squatting or dodging bullets or like moving my arms all over the place, you know? So there's, I, there's absolutely a place for those kinds of experiences. Yeah. See a lot pixel ripped shout out pixel ripped. That's a good one. That does both your, your first person, yeah. but you're also playing things in third person and it's awesome. Yeah. I never, I didn't, I didn't, I think I didn't include all the examples I had because obviously I wanted to keep the video not too long. Um, but yeah, Pixar is a very good one, actually. I found, I still think the first one's the best one. But what? Oh man, I don't know about that. I like I lo 95. I love the first one. Yeah, 95 is pretty awesome. They're what? all so good. They're all good. Yeah, the, the latest one's the one that I don't really get on with, but I think that's because I just, like, I know these games and I remember my dad having a Spectrum, but they don't really mean anything to me. You know, they don't, uh, unfortunately. But, um, well, I think that's just it. I think with Pixel Ripped, it's going to be like the systems that you remember. That's what you're going to love. Yeah. You know, for me, Pixel Ripped was so special because the the newest one because I started on Atari, and you know, a lot of those a lot of those games mean so much to me because they were the very beginning of my gaming life, and they really like blew me away. But then I had so much fun in like Nintendo and Super Nintendo and Genesis, and like it goes on and on and on. So I, man, I feel like every one of these games is special to me in a, in a and for a different reason and whoever started with what will probably love that version of pixel rip because it's man it's they're so good they're just so good. this track made a good point and this is why in the beginning of the video i did i bigged up first person i completely understand that vr 
should be first person. It makes complete sense to be first person. You are being in the head of the character. He says, I want to be Batman. I don't want to control Batman. Yes, absolutely. But there are exceptions. There are exceptions that work very well. But they have multiple types of games. Like, I mean, <laughs> I want games where I can be first person, but I want games where I can be third person. Like, Everyone. Why, to, why can't I just go? Uh, why, do, why does it have to be like, I can only be first person or I can't? Like, if we play flat games, do we not play different types of flat games? Or do we all play one? We we, we have to play a third person. Besides the fact. Because third person doesn't make sense flat. Besides the fact you're in a game, you're not really Batman. <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. But I've never played a, a third person game as I'm running around and not felt like I was not the character. Like I, I whether I'm looking at it through his eyes or I'm looking at that person, if I run up to a cliff that I'm not supposed to fall off and I look and I almost fall, I still get a gut wrenching feeling in my gut. Even if it's just a character, I'm that mm -hmm. character. It's me. I'm controlling it. Um, I'm in its head and I'm making it run around sadistically and I'm going to kill it and run it off the edge. So I don't know. <laughs> nice. No, that's a really good point, Roots. Like, you know, it's like, and, and I mean, I think a lot of us in, in VR still have like a good amount of that, like, uh, like, I don't know, like natural imagination, I guess, if you will, you know, like we didn't like lose the ability to like really be able to immerse ourselves in experiences. And, you know, maybe not everybody's like that. Like maybe like it needs to be literal for some people to be able to make that connection. And maybe they only do so when they're in a first person VR experience, which True. I can understand, you know, like I'm with, I'm like you roots. Like I can just be a, a character on a screen and feel like that that's me, you know, like I am controlling it. Well, look at, look, purposes, look like at me. every resident evil game before seven. That, mm -hmm. do you know what i mean i don't remember people saying like oh yeah i don't i don't feel like well, I... it's a little it's a little bit of an apples and oranges comparison though because when you're playing a flat game and you're talking about first person or third person you're still just playing through a screen so there is no option of actually being in the character's skin and looking through their eyes even if it's first person on the screen there's still a screen in between you and the world so with, with vr I think that because there is that possibility of one-to-one -one simulation, people hold yeah. it to a different standard. And I understand that, but I do think it's flawed thinking that everything has to be one way. Like, sure, I want to be Batman too, but that doesn't mean I won't have fun controlling Batman and, and being in Gotham City, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I just, I, I put this in my video as well. I, rem I still remember how amazing it felt to play Doom on my friend's PC and, and, and like, I know what you're saying. This is before VR and 3d. I, f I actually felt like I was in that though. I felt like I was in that game with that gun and I'm not, obviously I'm on a keyboard with a mouse, but I don't know. Maybe it was imagination. Maybe it was that like hyper concentration. You just, that's all that matters. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I think VR, VR definitely opens a doorway, uh, of what you can expect from video games. It changes everything. For me, it did. It changed my perspective of games completely. I always felt like I was, I was trying to be as immersed as possible, um, but I never, whether it was third person or first person, I never didn't have that feeling unless the game was just bad. You know, obviously VR gives you more of an immersion feeling, and it's easier to play the role of a character when you're in there. You know, when when you feel like you are embodied in them. But man when it comes to games sometimes it's about the mechanics and just how fun it is to play mm -hmm. 
And um, I just can't imagine being like, I only play first person shooters. Or I only play racing games or I only play, I don't know. It's like saying I only like action movies or I only like horror movies. Like the, you're just selling yourself short. There's so many different kinds of music out there. There's so many different kinds of video games. I don't know. I, it's all what about do you, immersion for me. No what do you what. feel about people? Cause I hear it a lot um, from a lot of people in this genre, but they say, I only play VR games. I will not touch a flat game. And I, and the I, best know, games that exist are flat. They're the ones I that have only, the money split. I only in them. play VR games, but there's a reason for that. And it's only because I don't have time. If I had all the time I wanted to play games, I would play flat games too. I'd play mm -hmm. everything. I would go back and play my retro consoles. I still have all these things. The my My problem here is that like, I only have so much time and these games are so good to me and so much fun that that's just what I want to play right now. You know what I mean? Like if I had more time, I'd absolutely play them because games are fun, you know, like they just are. Um, but you know, I, I also work in VR, right? So I had those right. games that I do have to play and it just takes time. And, um, when I have time to game, I just prefer to be in VR. I just do. So, but, but I do love, I do love all games. I really do. I just prefer deep, really good games, and and, yeah. I'm, and we're getting more and more in VR, especially with these mods and stuff. Like Wes said, that Uncharted Four, fuck man, like that, <laughs> like yeah. the story and just it has everything, and and that's where I get for, as far as the flat games that I love is because it, it, clearly they've spent more time and money, and you know VR is for most developers aren't quite at that level yet, but we're getting there, and that's where Sony. Um, we'll bring this back around to Sony and, and VR. That's where Sony's hybrid games, I believe, is going to be. Um, once they've added, like Wes said, one, two, three, four, five, you start having a library of all these hybrid games that were built. They weren't built from the ground up in VR, but they're just they're better than a lot. Most of these built from the ground up because of the depth and the the story and everything that's in there. I would say that Uncharted Four game is better than most almost everything i've played this year um vr wise and i'm not not i mean these are fucking banger games right um it just i'll never forget everything. my skyrim experience playing skyrim in vr on the playstation there are a lot of people who say that skyrim is unplayable in vr and i played it with the fucking moves <laughs> and i loved it yeah i loved it it was incredible, wasn't it? Going into that incredible. game. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. And I never played Skyrim before. So I went into my first dungeon wow. and a Draugr breaks off the wall right next to me and I shit my pants. And then the first time I fought a dragon, I was freaking out. So the, the opening of that game is still insane. That music awesome. is insane, bro. I, like, lo I love that game, dude. It's so sick. It's so good. I'll tell you what is a good a flat game. If you're looking for something to play, Shovel Knight. Have you guys all played Shovel Knight? Oh, I, I fucking you you love Shovel Knight. That. What is it? I, I, I thought you said I you were love playing. Shovel Knight, bro. It's so it's a platformer. It's very old school in its way, but and it's yeah, I guess it does definitely progressively get harder. It's such a great game. So uh, it's it's a, it's a it's a it's a modern game. It's a flat screen modern game that is designed in the style and mechanics of an NES game, and it kind of takes yeah. like a handful of the best NES mechanics, like like Mega Man's weapons and like uh, Scrooge's like pogo cane from Ducktales. <laughs> like that's like a big mechanic in that game, and it's like it's like if if people were still making NES games, what would they look like? That's Shovel Knight. It is 
badass. And the soundtrack fucking bangs, dude. It is so yeah. good. The music is so good. The the, mm. the characters are great. Play Shovel Knight. Don't sleep on that game. It's yeah. awesome. If you're looking for something to mess around with, like I know some of you guys have got Steam decks. If you're looking for something that's a bit of a platform where like you can just play it for an hour just to chill, Shovel Knight is the game at the moment I would recommend. Mm. I've been playing Remnant 2 on my Steam deck. How, how's it going? You getting your uh, your build? That game is not, fucking hard, man. It's not easy one per playing with one person. Playing single player is not easy. No, especially once you get to the bosses. They're like Dark Soul level bosses. And uh that game is just amazing. And I can't wait to burn my computer. Like Wes said, that new Unreal Engine mod um is gonna catch people's computers on fire, especially with something like that. So I don't even know if I'll be able to run it in VR. I hope. Uh <laughs> GT, are you like still in your first playthrough of Shovel Knight right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm um I got the achievement for like halfway or something, like a trophy. So I reckon I'm I'm reckon I'm about 75, 80% through it. That's great. Because oh, wow. if you bought the treasure tr treasure trove, when you beat that game, you also get Spectre of Torment. And there's another one too um that I'm forgetting the name of, but you play as two of the enemy knights in the DLC yeah, games through different me, yeah. versions of the levels. And they completely change the movement mechanics and like what you're able to do with the characters. And those are also awesome. Like the whole Shovel Knight treasure trove is completely badass. So I just was wondering if you had played any as any of the other characters yet. But Not yet. 39 sick. What is and if for the Shovel Knight treasure trove it's if you want if you want the soundtrack it's 50 bucks what fuck up <laughs> really what on steam hey alex just said the soundtrack's banging dude. it is amazing well, yeah, i just play the game and school. listen to it it's old school retro though no way is it that much yeah that's crazy that's on steam you can i mean what that's the treasure this? trove you can get the uh the other one for what 15 bucks the yeah. uh the treasure oh. trove is worth it for sure it? it's so yeah it's badass man i i played the fuck out of that man we're also spoiled by how cheap vr games are i know right mm -hmm. I, I'm, not, I, 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 I'm not i spent 70, <laughs> 70 bucks for uh remnant 2 so so, uh, so shovel knight uh treasure trove is 30 dollars on cd keys if you guys use cd keys there you go is, is this better than dead knights though because i are not dead knight dead cells i love dead cells totally different yeah completely totally different, different. This is all about platforming. A lot of it is platforming. And, and Dead Cells is kind of like SNES era, where where Shovel Knight is very much NES era. Oh, okay. So it's like a little bit earlier genre. I, I would I would say it looks a little bit better than NES, but it's like NES with nicer graphics in some way, but definitely yeah. NES. It's definitely closer, closer, to, closer to NES than SNES, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd go with that. I'd go with that. Yeah. But it's a fantastic game. Mm -hmm. It's a fantastic game. And... um. Like, with everything going on, that's still, if I'm going to chill, I grab my Vita and I go and sit, like, sit, sit and play Shovel Knight. It's, uh, it's awesome. It really is awesome. I'm so glad you like that game. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Oh, what's this? Mr. Lord Beavis. Uh, a lot of people are asking about PT. People are playing PT again at the moment. The, the reason I think they might be playing PT, because they, they're probably hoping it might trend. Because I believe it was like eight or nine years ago when it was actually announced at, uh, I think it was Gamescom, um, as a game that you could download right then and play at home. And I did that and I played it and I invited my cousin around and she threw my controller around the room. She was all scared. And um, <laughs> then uh, I, I wish I never had deleted it because now you just can't download that game anymore because um, it never turned into a game. But it was announced as a new game back then. So, and, so maybe uh, that's why. 
Unreal PTs out there, and this runs on your PC, and the, you can play it flat or you can play it in VR. Uh, if you play it in VR, there's a bug that keeps you from being able to finish it, <laughs> uh, but you can play most of it. Uh, so I've been wondering to myself, since this is made in Unreal Engine 4, if we could take the flat version of Unreal PT and use the Prey Dog mod so that we could finish it. That would be pretty cool. I don't see why not. I there is no way I could get through that VR. I, that game <laughs> flat scared me so much that I it took me man it took like a bunch of people had to be there for me to like be able to pull off finishing it. And it's not even that long, but I could not handle that in VR. I just couldn't. It is too scary. I'm trying to think. I did actually. Fine. I've played this uh, last year, April last year. I played it. How the hell did I play PT and VR? Well, there's there's different ways to do it. A lot of people played it in Dreams, which it wasn't the same in Dreams. Oh, this is um, VR chat. I'm VR, VR chat, yeah. Uh, there there are Half Life Alex mods that are based on PT, but yeah. as far as I know, the Unreal PT is the most close to the original. Yeah, so I think I I've downloaded Unreal PT. I've played it, and I think I found that the VR chat one was closer to the the original game in terms of things that happened. But looking at this now, yeah, dude, this looks absolutely sick. Yeah, I haven't I haven't done the VR chat one. Is that so? That one's good, you say? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like all oh, my. Vid, I've, I've done a video on it, and I don't usually make a video on it if it's rubbish. And I remember it being bloody scary. Um, QRVR says I finished PT and VR without bugs the other day. So I assume you mean the the Unreal PT. Yeah, some people were able to do that. I wasn't. I tried twice and couldn't get to the ending of it. Um, maybe they fixed it. Yeah, maybe they did. Maybe they did, and maybe I will jump in again if I get time because so much is going on, uh, and I wish I'd never wasted time on uh, October's coming up. That's like my month. You know, like once October hits, I'm like, all right, it's Halloween. Am I going to go to a haunted house or month. am I going to man up? We got Firewall this month as well. Oh, dude. There's I so much stoked. coming. Uh, I'm actually going to so buy it because I want this. Oh, yeah. Vacation's bonuses. over. Vacation's over, guys. Like Green Hill's coming tomorrow and then it's just nonstop. I mean, probably through probably through Christmas. Honestly, it's probably going to go. I hope so, go. dude. I really we, hope so. We've got Contractors be, uh, Battle Royal coming. I, I am so excited for that. Like, I don't think that's being talked about enough. I mean, I love Battle Royal games. I mean, Standout was one of my favorite games. I mean, even though Raptor Labs never finishes a game, but it was one of my favorite games. <laughs> I love I love Battle Royal games. I love Contractors to get Battle Royal. If we get anything like PUBG, that Contractors becomes anything like PUBG, I think that's going to be amazing. I, I want that so bad. Bulletstorm. I want Bulletstorm super yeah. bad. Foglands. I want Foglands. I'm looking forward to that one a lot. Journey uh, to Foundation. Yes, another. Yeah, Journey to Foundation is going to be amazing. I mean, uh, Ghostbusters is coming. I'm not looking to that as much as maybe some other people, but it's a big IP. Mm, I mean, there's so it. much coming. Then the, then, the, then the shooters, Firewall. Crossfire Sierra Squad is probably one of my most anticipated titles. I played it at GDC, and it freaking blew me away. The, the production quality of that game now is arcadey so if you don't like arcadey style games you're not going to like it but it's probably one of the higher production style games you're going to play it feels like a triple a game when you're playing it mm. sounds good man sounds good i can't wait to play that a lot of stuff coming a lot of stuff coming, sweet, man you know i 
I just need I need more time to play all these games. I still have a backlog mile long. I don't even I, I wish I was one of these people that was like, Man, there's just no games. They must not have jobs. <laughs> like i don't know i don't know how you get through all these games for real i just don't know oh dear <laughs> oh dear yeah. i'm i'm gonna be playing firewall for sure i played so much of the first one i pre-ordered that game and this is like uh for the pre-order bonuses because i'm i'm gonna buy the game so i can get the pre-order bonuses because i want that stuff yeah um when i played firewall the first one i had the pre-order kit or like uh, it's like a pre-order aesthetics like your camo and stuff and I only used that the entire time I played the game because I wanted to flex on everybody that I was smart enough to pre-order that game, but that it almost like slightly diminished my experience because then as I'm getting cosmetic upgrades, I'm just ignoring them. Like I never used any of the cosmetic upgrades that I unlocked the whole time. So the pre-order bonuses for this game, I know you get a gun. That's a bonus, but I don't remember seeing anything about any like aesthetics, like camos or anything like that. Do either one of you, do any of you guys know exactly what the pre-order bonuses can, are? I can look it up quickly. Um, I know, I know the price is pretty staggeringly different, um, or it was at least I thought it was. Um, yeah, I don't remember how much the price is going to be, but I'm super, super excited for that. If man. you love and, a game, though, it doesn't matter, does it? Sometimes, like if you're so hyped, no. So, yeah, no, um, I'm gonna buy it. It's fifty pounds, or thirty-five pounds. So in dollars, that would be, I guess, forty dollars, and then maybe sixty dollars uh, in difference. Um, and what you get in the digital deluxe is early unlock of four contractors, four contractor outfits, four weapon camos, and the operation pass. Mm. Yeah, those outfits and camos. That's what I need. I just hope, then... uh, yeah. When you see me in your lobby and you're like, wait, why does he look like that? And you're like, oh, because he pre-ordered it and I can never have that because I can't pre-order it now. That's me. <laughs> I'm that guy. Okay. Son of a... Damn. And yeah, Phasmo, Crossfire, lots of good stuff Madison, happening. Madison VR, Hail Sweeper, says uh, Nihilus Ryan. Good call. Have you guys... Hail Sweeper is going to be ph phenomenal. Yeah, oh, Hellsweeper is already like it's sick. As I said, that game was brilliant, and it wasn't so great at Gamescom, and then it was ultra brilliant. So, um, yeah, I can't wait to see where that goes. Have any of you played Firmament? Yes. Mm. Is it good? It's it's okay. It's it's a bit different than previous Cyan uh, puzzle games in the way that the puzzles work. Mm -hmm. Um. Some people are going to like that and other people not so much. Like the, I think the hardcores, um, the hardcore Cyan fans are, are not going to care for it as much as they, the prior titles. Um, it's not as VRAF as you had probably hoped it would be, because this is the first time that they've known that they're supporting VR with the game from the very start of the development. And it still kind of feels like a flat game uh, that's brought into VR. But I mean, it's good. It's good. It's a cyan puzzle game. It's got a great story. It's got some uh, really great environments. The scale is huge. The puzzles span levels. It looked beautiful um, as well. It's like boring. It, it's boring as shit. I was just waiting hands, for this. Your hands go through everything. It's like, come on. They they fixed that. They fixed that. Go away. Go away, cyan. I mean, come on. You're working on Firmament for years, and then you come out with a game that doesn't even feel like a VR game, and it's boring. I hate it. I don't know. Mash, Mash has spoken. 
Boring. Uh, Amelia Fowl says first. she can't wait for Hellsweeper. I think I think I think uh, they did a clip today of some content creators all doing like their favorite stuff and that. And uh, my clip was like, people are gonna enjoy making so they're gonna play this game all different ways. You know, they're gonna make so many different uh, bits of content as well. If you're a content creator, because I can just this game is not gonna be played the same by anyone. Because there's so I'm much excited to, to see Demo Okoro get his hands on Hellsweeper. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. make a video. That dude's <laughs> Dude, sick. The yeah. stuff you can do in Hellsweeper is so badass, man. I bet you he will make that game look fire. Yeah, that was the game that someone um, Shapeshifter Undead Citadel is close to for PSVR two. Like, yeah. I hope so, dude. Because I I I played it on PC, but I was a little bit underwhelmed by it. Um, and I couldn't. And the only way I could figure out why I was underwhelmed is because it just seemed a little too late. Like a lot of games have progressed to the point where what was cool back in 2019 when I played it wasn't as cool now. And it was, it was a weird moment for me in gaming. And that's why I kind of like went, no, I'm going to wait for it to be like the final, not early access version of the game. You know, Um, it does get better later on. It is kind of samey. The gameplay you know, kind of gets kind of samey, but it, it, they do uh, ramp up the difficulty enough in the later portions of the game that it makes it fun to play and challenging. The first, it takes a while though. You got to get through a few levels before uh, it really grabs you. Phil Yarn dropping in the synapse or switchback. What are you going for? Synapse for sure. Yeah, synapse. synapse yeah. yeah. I'd say synapses. Well. I do love switchback though. I mean, switchback yeah, is yeah, yeah. Great. I mean, it's like choosing between two of your kids, even though you do definitely like one better. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh no, I love you guys the same, and you're like, oh, I really love you better. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, that's someone mentioned Ghost of Tabor as well for PSVR two. I don't know if that's even in development yet, to be honest with you, on that platform. But does anybody here know about that game or? It's a great only, game as it is now. Only half but... of us. Wow. Yeah, they need to talk about the, that. They need to. Game. They need to finish the PC version before they talk about bringing it to PSVR too. They're already Although, making. They're already making another game as well. It, you know, that's in development. So, like, it's not a knock. It's just that you know what I mean. It's going to be a while before that game's finished. Hmm. Go. I don't think Ghost of the Devour will be finished for a long, long time. It's going to be just like Escape from Tarkov, which has been out for seven years. That's still a beta. It's Correct. just it's a exactly. game that they'll constantly be adding to and working on. And and yeah, they do have two more games coming, but they're not using anybody from the team uh on those other two games. So it's they're 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 still using the same amount of team that are, that was on Ghost of Tabor, uh that are still building that game and they're actually bringing more people in. Um they're so. not doing a joy away. No, thank God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that, it did cross they... my mind when I saw that. I was a bit like mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of people get nervous, you know, when you see like, hey, we're working on two more games, you know what I mean? But, you know, I think they're doing it the right way, which is you keep the core team together, which, you know, they know that Ghost of Tabor is their bread and butter and they're not going to abandon it. They want to stay with it. So they're going to have that core team stay there and they'll just look to bring in more talented people to work on the other games. And what did they make? Three million on App Lab? Which is unheard of. Just unheard of. It's well, like, yeah, I mean, what it's obvious because it makes such a big impact, though, on YouTube and stuff, that game, you know, like the, yeah, even today, you, ain't, you haven't got to pay anyone to make a video on that game. They're constantly making videos on it, regardless. They have made an impact. It, it is so freaking good. I can't yes, I play that game. That is one of, that game is one of the reasons I have such a big backlog 
because since that game, I just like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go in and play this game and this game and this game. And then I see Tabor and I click on it. It's like, uh, I, it's, how many hours, Giva? I want to know. Uh, 400 and something. Oh, Jesus. I thought you were talking about Beat Saber for a second there. <laughs> you said Tabor, and I was like, okay, I got it. Never mind. No matter how much jank is in that game, like, I can't. It's like a, it's like a, it's just a habit. I can't not play that game. I truly love it. It does. It's like everything I've ever wanted in a game, and, and it's just phenomenal. I, can't I really enjoy it. I played it the other week, and just, I don't know, uh, the physicality of it. It's quite annoying sometimes, a bit like Bone Lab or Bone Works, where your arms get stuck a bit and your oh, guns hit sure. stuff. But yeah. I actually also like that because at the same time, I managed to use a door as a shield and shoot through <laughs> the door. There's so many games that you just... And on a new... I was pretty sure I'd be safe, you know, and take these guys down. And then there was some, that classic moment when you come across someone who has never played the game. And I know, like, on TikTok, everyone will be killing him straight You're away. You're too nice. You're I am nice. nice. I am. You let everybody go. I know. You gotta I, shoot him in the face. I know. <laughs> and you're, 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 you're doing them a disservice because they're gonna go back in there the next time and they're gonna think they're gonna get nice GT and they're not. They're gonna get MASH and MASH is gonna shoot him dead in the face. They're gonna be like, what? <laughs> that, that British guy was so nice. <laughs> I've had it, honestly. I, one of my first ever shorts was this, this northern guy's He's going, hello? And I went, all right. And I have my gun ready on the stairs. And he went, hello, mate. Don't shoot me, please. I haven't even got a gun. I've only just got a game. And I was just like, oh, How many no. times have we heard that? How many times? We, like, I, I haven't played this game nearly as much as these guys have. I've heard that a hundred fucking times. I'm new. Yeah. I just got the game. Please don't shoot me. Yeah, I, yeah. I had it again literally last week with this guy. And I did. I, got, I, I shot another guy for him to mm. have his stuff. And that guy might be more innocent than he was. <laughs> but just you... tell him, okay, I won't shoot you. And then when he comes around the corner, shoot him in the face. And then like mash you and you. Have, it's a good, I mean, it's a good, I, I think I saw Betty it's a good video moment. Oh, Betty, yeah, Betty Matt... does a little time. Betty Let's made Betty me, do that, Betty, yeah. Betty made me point blank kill a little kid one day. She's like, you better shoot him. She's sneaking up behind him and she's like, I'm going to shoot him in the head. And she's like, you better shoot him. I'm like, what, Betty? Just he's a little kid. Let him go. She's like, no, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him, Mash. Betty, Betty and, uh, helps them and gains their trust and then shoots them in the back. Oh my oh, God. That's ruthless, is the man. Worst. She makes, she makes, she, she makes me do things I don't want to do. And one time, <laughs> one time I came across this kid and his like stomach was growling. He had no guns. I like, I gave him my food that like I brought in to read for me. Like I, he consumed these things. And then Betty's like, no, pop shoots him in the head. I'm like, but you just ate yeah. all my stuff. No, no, PD, it's not me. It's Aww. Betty. No, don't say mash the kid killer. She made me do it. Oh she was God. like, you, if you don't do it, I'm going to do it. Have you ever had a backfire though? Like been nice to somebody and then had them yes. kill you? Because it only yep. takes one time and yep. then that's it. Oh, now that I'm game, not, dude. Fuck that. Yeah. It's one bullet almost, two bullets. That's it. Like, yep. it's yeah. easy. I will be back in there when the progression system gets added. That to that's me is like the there. missing piece that's kind of the puzzle. Of, that's kind of where I feel. Oh, is it already there? Yep. I feel like, well, okay. Well, maybe that'll be good, but. I feel like my thing is, is like, I'm not even, I want Tarkov more advanced than where it's at. You know what I mean? And this is like the, it's so far, like it's, it's the mini Tarkov. It, they just started, you know? And so like, I, I have a hard time wanting to go in and invest time, even though it's amazing. I want it to be that much more amazing when I really dig into this game. Right. Cause I love Tarkov escape from Tarkov. It's one of my favorite realistic sim shooters. Um, so if Tabor was any better, 
you guys would never see me again. <laughs> I, you, I already don't play. Like, I have a hard time playing anything else. And when I do, you know what I'm thinking? I'm playing these games. I'm like, can I play Tabor now? Like, if this game was, like, like the level you're talking about, Roots, that'd be it, dude. That'd be it. I'd be like, I'd be like Neo, but stuck in the Matrix forever. You just it's, wouldn't be able to get me out. It's literally not good, and I hope Jasmine's not in chat. But literally, me and Skeever, like, can we take meetings inside of inside of Ghost of Tabor? <laughs> like, me and you go into a meeting, and we just like, yeah. we'll go into Ghost of Tabor, and we'll just talk business while we're. In yep. Yeah, I could I could hear you see you guys bringing clients in there and telling them to shut up while they're trying to talk. <laughs> Wait, shh, shh, quiet. Give me comms. <laughs> yeah right all these fucking cheaters are all on discord anyway not like it matters word who's not going to go on discord though right i mean you may i mean and maybe you are a purist and you're like i'm not a man of integrity everybody who. else is going to do it so you're at a disadvantage right so <laughs> i do it begrudgingly like i, I wish people wouldn't but since they are you kind of have to correct you do you know it would be a completely different game can you imagine if you had to use in-game comms? That would be great. It would be. It be would great. be. It would be really, really cool. I, I'm, I'm not denying that at all. Um, but like, it would literally just be very, very different. Wouldn't you uh, like though in that game that there that. was a system where you had to work with someone? Like, that's one of my. Like, obviously, I can go in with friends and we will work together. But I'd I actually like meeting people that I don't know. And working with them and getting to know them. Like, I really enjoy that. I really enjoyed that in um, Survive, uh, mm. the zombie game. You know, I met Or Star guy, Trek. That just, one guy that helped us that day, right? Although he was the expert. It's just cool. It's just cool. And and now goes as the boys getting to that point where people don't want to work together if they don't know them. If they don't physically know them or pre-know them, you got to kill them. And I just, I want that. I want that narrative to change a bit. I think the game would be much more fun if you met people and worked together well they tarkov do have in their that, discord right? yeah they do have like even ghost of tabor tarkov definitely has it they do have in their discord like tarkov has what they call sherpas which are like guides for you so you go into their discord just take from tarkov discord and there are people that will just bring you in and show you the ropes they're just people that volunteer their time they love the game they love showing new people how to play and you need it in escape from tarkov because they don't hold your hand with anything same thing with Tabor. They have people in their Discord, and they have their Discord's like sixty thousand people, fifty thousand wow. people, and like they have channels where there there are just guides in there that help you get into the game and that will play with you, and so they and so they don't like go in there and just kill you and take your stuff. Yeah, we need an AI version of Property that accompanies <laughs> us. Yes, <laughs> Property Partner. I love it. That's it, man. Uh, Wes needs some Property. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, you know who else needs some proper D? <laughs> My mom! Yes. <laughs> proper, improper. doesn't matter. She'll I've seen that. Yeah. She'll <laughs> take it however she can get it. <laughs> improper D. Um, what? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I saw some comments earlier about Green Hell now getting co-op i have not heard a single thing about that is that a fact or is it just saying i wish i wish it's thing. coming it's coming soon yeah it's been in the flat version i think for a little while now mm. okay cool i was like because that'd be awesome like that game that suddenly i'll be like yeah i'm really because i might i'm interested in checking it out on psvr2 because of that like is it the quest version or the pc version that's one reason i'm interested in just generally the control schemes um because i've been i've been like an early tester 
almost of this game and made videos for it through the time. And I've seen it go through so many changes. Um, I just like staying up to date with it, you know, and see what's going it's gonna on. Be, it's going to be like the Quest version, I think, but with PC level graphics, which is not a bad thing because yeah. the, the Quest version is more of a VR game and the, the PC version was more like a port of the flat one. Nice, nice. Cool. And Snow says it is four player. Really? Four player co op? Wow. I didn't know that. Confirmed. That'd be so cool. Wow. You can like pull leeches off your friends and stuff. Wow, that's leech awesome. check. Everybody drop your drawers. We gotta look. <laughs> I am not why pulling it leeches off your, of Why does it have to be on your like? Yeah, you yeah well, that's the only pair, that's the only place I, I reckon, care about. I reckon you'll leave it on there, Roots. I reckon you'll put them on well, there. The, yeah, who's not putting him on there? Just get the blood <laughs> flowing, right? You gotta circulate. Oh he's getting yeah, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna take it there. I'm not gonna take it there. I could do so easy. <laughs> but there we you go. Know your wife's out there saying no, don't do it. I'm saying no. I'm saying no to myself, which is a massive red flag. So there do we it. go. That's it. Uh, I think it's a good place to wrap up the show. There won't be one next week either, because as we said, we're gonna be at Gamescom. It's gonna be a very busy week. Um and then basically as soon as we as soon as I hit the ground running again, it's gonna be a busy week because fire will be will be out. Um crossfire will be out. Phasmophobia might drop anytime this month. We just don't know. Mm. Um lots going on. But yeah, Wes is right when he talked about the quest. I don't know what's what's happening on the quest really uh this month. Like nothing particular I can think mm. of that's important. Everything's everything's waiting. Everything's waiting till quest three. It does guarantee right. Yeah. yeah, they're gonna hold. They're gonna hold as much as they can. Oh, who I wants, to, who wants to release That's right there? Happening. Yeah, who? But who wants to release that right now? Like, if, if they have their chance, anybody's like, yeah, I want to release right around the time that they're gonna announce the Quest Three or it's gonna launch. That's what I was gonna say. Did you guys see that Hellsplit Arena had the mod? The mods added alpha mod. I, I saw your uh, your thumbnail and Binjos, but I haven't watched the videos yet. Is oh cool? my god, it's incredible! I was I was I couldn't believe it. I couldn't. For an alpha, I was like, this is really impressive. Really impressive. Yeah. So I didn't know cool. if you guys had tried it. Oh, that was um, a great game to begin with. So mm. yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh the only the only difference is being really that the the enemies are still the same enemies, but they sound like Resident Evil 4 enemies. And um yeah, you get like the, the bolt action rifle, you can add a scope to it, you get the pistol with the laser sight. So yeah, if you want to like experience Resident Evil 4 in VR, if you haven't got if you haven't already got a quest, um, then this is a very good way of doing it. I was so impressed. Uh, I I was like, no way this is that good. Like, but it is. It really is. So everyone yeah. take a minute to click like on the live stream. Oh, thank you. I'm pretty sure that's beneficial. It's Please beneficial. also subscribe Definitely. to the channel. If you're not subscribe. already subscribed, subscribe. hit the button. Yes, and yeah. yeah pronounce, and gotta pronounce it correctly. If you're out there and you're like, oh, dude, I totally would subscribe, but the thing is, is I'm not logged into a YouTube account, so I can't subscribe to anything. Bro, come on. You've been watching the show long enough. Sign into YouTube, all right? Make an account if you have to, and start liking and subscribing, all right? It's time. Bless yeah, it's that. It's it free. We've got enough free stuff, you know. <laughs> All we ask is for a couple of clicks. How yeah. is that? Just a couple awesome. clicks. Yeah, yep. like likes go a long way. Yep, and then start commenting and be and be a part of the conversation. We, you know, we 
definitely are noticing all of every, everybody's contributions in chat. While we can't get to them all during the conversation, um, we love seeing the continued conversation in the chat all the time. So sign in, start talking, like, and subscribe. Be a contributing member of the VR community. Yeah. Don't just sit back and do nothing like Don. Right. Yeah, yeah where the hell is Don? Where, where are you, Don? Don? Tonight? He I disappointed am, me so he's much. He's let tonight. me down so much. We were looking he's forward just, to keeping this going. He's basking in the glory with his membership, man. He's got that membership tag. I'll He's fucking chilling. revoke that membership. Somebody pay for <laughs> Somebody, Larry, let me see if I can add him. Let me see if I can. Anybody add him in chat and see if he's even just lurking here somewhere? Kill, I can't. Be, I'm not go, at I, Don, I can't do right? it either. Add, somebody add Don in chat. And see yeah. If he's no, he's, he's, not, he's not there. He's not. Son there. of a Don, bitch. Don, we miss you. Bro. All right, he's off the crew cat. He was the official crew cat, like eighth member of the mascot. He's gone. He was the mascot. Oh god, maybe he didn't want to be the mascot. He wants to run this show, GT. He was trying to lurk and we just fucking oh. ripped him out of the shadows. There's someone <laughs> knocking on my door. It's Don. It's Don. Oh my God. Don is here, but not Don. But all we need is Don. <laughs> he bit. may have been in Phoenix. I heard a rumor done. he was in Phoenix. Do you and know? you actually helped him with a game, Alex, and you don't even know it. Wow. That's crazy. He had a different name tag on it. It was backwards. His name was Nod. <laughs> and you were like, hey, I don't think that's true because I would have felt his energy. Oh, Don and I have true. this thing. You got, you, know, yeah, you got a thing. Spirit. We have. Exactly. Uh, uh, get, get tingling in places. Um, Ray Holder become a member. Oh, he hasn't met. He's been a member for six months. Sorry, man. Thank you. He Damn. just decided to do nice. a celebration of it. Don, but A-Pug. never forgotten. <laughs> yeah, Apex <A-Pug's> and Don, <laughs> but Don is gone. Where the hell is he? Wow. There's, 100, uh, there's 117 people here. Can you all go and find him? Yeah, Blue please. Everybody, everybody go and ping <laughs> Don. Bring him back. Blue says, for sure. You have all of us. You don't need Don. That's uh, true. Well, now you say last week he's Don, but not forgotten. Uh, you said that right now. <laughs> no, I missed it. Uh, God. Don. I think Bluebell's a little bit jealous. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that, that's what was happening. Yeah, she she wants to be the center of attention. Did mm. she mm-hmm. do something to Don? Like Bluebell, did you take Don out? That's what I, I didn't want even to think of that. Maybe Bluebell. Oh, is where Don. were you at approximately six fifteen on? <laughs> that's right. Bluebell. If anyone's done anything to Don, you're finished. Uh oh. <laughs> taking him out. Don. I'll be like creeping up behind him. <laughs> <laughs> that's for Don. okay yeah can we please end this yes (laughs) alex you can go if you don't want to be here well i do want to be here but i want it to end so i can not be (laughs) how are you getting yourself out of this (laughs) how are you getting yourself out of this and here we go Thank you ever so much for everyone for watching. Thank you to Alex Skip from Between Realities. Remember to go and subscribe to them. Uh, thank you to Wes and Roots from Virtual Strange. Remember to go and subscribe to them. And also to Mash from Q2CVR Gamer. Remember to go and subscribe to him. And sadly, it's Bradley who doesn't seem to want to turn up anymore. Remember to subscribe <laughs> to him. And Gamertag VR. Yes. Come on over there and go subscribe to him as well. We got to get Subscrib- him to 100,000. Yes. And CES fund. Start sending CES fund. Some scribbies. Hey, Q2C VR Gamer YouTube just hit 5,000. Oh, no. I scribbies. Congrats. Scribbies. Nice. That's incredible. Honestly, like. I don't know if you've ever looked up the percentages of channels that make it to that number. There's just not. In the, imagine like every single person here is a YouTube account and then every single like some people decide to make content like 
that number to get over a thousand there's a percentage i can't remember what it is and then you've got that length of time do you know what i'm saying it's yeah it's insane dude and there's so many ups and downs in it you know to mentally stay on this is fucking hard like you can put in hours of work and for some reason for no reason of any fault of your own no one watches for some reason hours or years yeah yeah yeah, years Yeah, Yeah, yeah 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 like do you know what I mean? Ugh. It's 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 really hard mentally. So to be holding on and growing and doing well, which all you guys are doing, is incredible. So oh, sadly, <laughs> Brad says cruel. <laughs> oh, cruel! Why are we cruel, Brad? Oh, you we just ch- miss you. We miss you. Here, we mate. want you here, bro. Why aren't you here? Don't tell him. Us. Don't tell him we need to give you seat to Don though. Like, <laughs> yeah. Don might maybe Don's in Miami with Brad. Oh, maybe. Has, have we ever seen Don and Brad in the same room together? Maybe, maybe Don, Don is Brad. Brad. Yeah. Imagine if imagine if Don had Brad's hair. So when he says, not. hi, I'm Brad, he says, hi, I'm Don. Exactly oh, the same time. He says, hi. I'm and here's Don. the thing. Brad is so, so just like greedy for these channel memberships mm, that mm. one's not enough so he had to make an alter ego and get into the <laughs> chat so the- he could win a second membership as don oh, disgusting he wants them he wants them all disgusting it's like a, the cookie monster it's it's <laughs> it's honestly you're right disgusting is the word brad says now he was on a plane so make your mind up dude was you are you now driving the plane because you said you drove <laughs> oh, what's going on bro do you drive a plane I thought about it. We still love you, Brad. Yeah, we do. We just miss miss you. Simple PL, uh, Simplex, brings up VR365. What the hell happened to Ranthony? I think he... Exactly what we were just talking about. Yeah. He he worked for for, for years, worked for years, and did not see the traction that he wanted to see. So he's like, fuck this. And I I think more of it was he just... He's so passionate about VR. He wants it to be further than it is. And I think he walked oh. away from it for a while. But and he's going to come. He'll come you back. You can't do a when show a every more day. Advanced. But he just burnt himself too. Like how that hard? Too. You know how hard this is doing this once a week or doing what we do once a week. Can you imagine doing it every day he by could, yourself? I said, this yeah, I, it's, I, it's, it's hard. Exhausted. Like you're not doing it. Set. You're not three sixty five, bro. No, but I do. I do four days a week. Four days a week, uh, two to three hours at a time. Like, it's, it's, it's a lot, bro. I can honestly say I think about VR nearly. <laughs> it's got to be 365 days a year. It has to be. For sure. Absolutely. It has to be. Without a doubt. It's constantly on my mind. If it's something yeah. like that isn't doing well or is doing well. I think the worst about YouTube, right? And this is just going a bit deep into this for I know, Alex, if you want to go... I'm so sorry. No, I'm, no dude. I was going to say, I'm riding this thing into the sunset. One of the, one of the hardest things about about making content on YouTube is if you, and this is where it's really hard, and you have to take a step back sometimes. If a video does really well, you forget about it. Like you 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 wake up in the morning, you go, oh cool, it's like one, two, three in the top ten. It's doing well, and you won't think about it again. If a video doesn't do well, you will put so much energy is trying to figure out or you should be at least why it's not working right so it's a double-edged sword you need to learn from your mistakes why things aren't working mm. what you should be doing what's going on out there because the algorithm changes there's certain things that youtube wants you to do and you might not be doing but you put so much energy so you've already you've already recorded the content and to be fair even recording vr content isn't easy if you just do it from the headset 
it's not too bad if you're doing lights and you're doing yourself there's issues you've got mic issues you might not have uh, sorted out the focus on your camera and then you've done like a whole hour recording it gets hot and then you've got to edit the, the thing and then you've got to try and make a clickable thumbnail and then you've got to try and make a, a title that at least is something that people might want to see you know just saying a certain thing about a game doesn't always work you know you've got to sometimes entice people you know make them think oh this could be an interesting video to watch then you've got to do tags and then it doesn't then people don't watch it and then you're thinking what the hell did i do wrong and it's it's awful and then you have to do it again 40 hours later or even 24 mm. hours later like mm. i've never known anything as brutal as youtube and rewarding it's i i think and i would the... stop i would stop playing vr and that's why I, <laughs> I kind of stopped it. I just, for and everybody's different and what they want to do, what they don't want to do. But like, if I felt like it was a job, like, why am I doing it? You know what I mean? Like, it's supposed to be fun and to get away. Or at least that's what it was no, it for is. me in the beginning. Mm. And now, and, and, and don't get me wrong. Like, I spray bugs for a living. Like, we have to make money, dude. Like, who doesn't want to fucking work in video games and stuff? It's just like, be separating the two i think for me would be just too difficult to i, I just would end up hard. hating it you know and i don't want to hate it it's hard so. but the hardest thing too is like gt said i mean sometimes you make these videos and you think this is the best video i've ever made this is going to be doing this is going to do so well and you put so much time into it it's and then it just doesn't do anything well you're like what what did i do wrong and then you don't you know if you don't know like you think you just did the great thing and then like nobody watched it or nobody commented on it or you got bad comments you're like what the hell did i do wrong and then you do a video that you're like eh, i didn't really put that much effort into and you're like wow that thing just took off what happened what did i do and you just kind of go round and round like I, I i learn stuff new every day like it's crazy it is crazy and and you and you're also you're all basically self-trained you know, no one's actually sat you down. You don't. You haven't gone to a course and learned right. it. You know what I mean? You've picked it up yourself. You put your time in. I didn't know. Fuck, I didn't know anything about any of this. Like I started <laughs> off in PSVR, just pressing a button, like yep. go live. That was it. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, they, and I still think that is such an amazing thing. Like, yeah, I love the PSVR Bluebell dropping the ten dollar donation. Thank you ever so much. This is overtime pay. For the crew cast, ah, oh, <laughs> overtime. I remember doing overtime. I used to do so much overtime. Um, but yeah, so all of you are doing fantastically well. And thank you to everyone who watches this show as well. Like, it's incredible. As always, I always want to thank you all for being here. And I'm now going to end the show. I'm going to end it. It's going to go. It's going to go. Yeah. This Wait, has been Alex a great time. Alex isn't ready. Alex? <laughs> well, well now, now I'm having fun. Now I want to stay <laughs> because we're talking. Brad's about... off the pl Brad's off the plane. He can get on now. We go for another two hours. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh it was okay. always down to go for another two hours. My yes. mom, even on a and plane. Brad, my mom and Brad, and both of them. Brad goes for two hours. Yeah, Don is like Don is like a breeding horse. He goes forever. <laughs> what is what's happening to don right mrs gt's now saying goodbye and that is yeah, she's definitely like, I go to bed. yeah that's it right thank you ever so much guys look after yourselves take care and we will